Hello, welcome to the Sand Dunes podcast. I'm Flip Castro, and my co-hosts here today are Francisco Giglio and Ethan Jimenez. All right, our topic for the day is Iraq. Uh, what causes the water crisis there, the different issues that are there right now, and how we got there. All right, to start us off, Ethan. Yeah, so Iraq has a really brutal history with a lot of oppression and anarchy in it. And originally, Iraq was under British control, actually. And hmm. yeah, so, and they had a really, they had a really hard time trying to pick out the head of who was going to rule. So they had multiple battles, uh, they, multiple battles occurred to try to fight for the rule of Iraq and multiple revolutions, which later sets off a trend of instability in the region. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, so then later, Saddam Hussein had a push for power and tried to, and he actually persuaded the president of that time to stand down and let him take control as president. Saddam just like talk this guy into giving him the job. Yeah, how did he yeah. do that? Man, yeah, just, uh, I, he, I, he just persuaded him by saying all the stuff he could do, like how he could help the uh, how he could help Iraq. <laughs> How, what he can do. I actually heard that he was related to that guy, and the guy was like old, and he like t- it was like talking to your uncle. And like, come on, man! Uh, I guess that's what happened. You know, I, really? I, I, like I can't see like a random stranger going up to another one like, hey man, I know what's good for the country. You know, Listen, if you, I mean if you're but, that if you're that persuasive, I guess you could do. Anything. I mean, yeah, you know, I guess you gotta be to be a brutal dictator. But um, continue. Yeah. Please. There's no way so, that a stranger could be able to persuade. Anyway, yeah. had to been related relative. Well, because yeah. I'm pretty sure before that Saddam like had some influence and power. Like, there's no way it was a random. Like, he had some. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was like, part of the Baptist Party way before. Like, he tried doing anything. Definitely. Yeah, multiple. There were also multiple operations that America took after who after Hussein took power. America took multiple operations to try to take him down because they didn't like him. Like. They, they took Operation Desert Storm, Operations, and Operation Desert Saber, I think. There, there's just so much. Like, I can't all, I can't say, I, there's no way for me to say it all right now. Like, I'll, I'll just be going on forever. Yeah, but like the gist of it is, uh, you know, British rule, Saddam Hussein, then Saddam being, you know, Saddam, right? Taking yeah. over China, over Kuwait and everything, you know, first Gulf War. Pushing America, for power. Right? Yeah, like, you know, like when, when you're a brutal dictator, you know, I guess you got to do something for fun. When you get What do dictators do for fun? Do they? they, you know, they, they do dictator things then, you know, they they uh, they go into countries and they say, this is mine. I have historical, like, <laughs> references well, here. Or what nah. Saddam did, go to like a little Kuwait, but then didn't realize yeah. that the U.S. is backed by them. Yeah, and then, you and know. that backfired. Like, he just went there and he was like, man, you know, this place is pretty cool. I think I'm going to take it. And then, you know, America came in and they're like, nah, man, this is our land. Piss off. And then, I mean, they didn't. And then that's how the first Gulf War happened. Man. Yeah. That was actually yeah. one of the reasons why Iraq struggled with providing their people with water. Because really? when, when America sent airstrikes over, the bombs landed near like the Tigris and Euphrates River and it ended up blowing up certain dams and water facilities oh, and the entire like connect like rivers is comes from turkey and syria and a little bit of iran 
So it comes down through there. But even from there, it's so little water because they have so it locked up. That's, that's where they get all their water? Like, there's no yeah, other that, that's option? basically one of their only their water right sources. Damn. And, Tur- and they're, they've been having conflict with Turkey because of that because they want more water, but they haven't been able to do something about it. Mm. Um, but then with these bombs that the U.S. sent, it destroyed these facilities, so it was even harder. And it also contaminated the water there. So it started poisoning people in the South City in Iraq. I forgot the name of the city. Is that is this like a contemporary problem? Like, it's still happening today? Yeah. Like, it's still wow. happening, like, now. Oh. And, like, wow. the, the city that's having, like, the worst problem, it's, like, south of Baghdad. It's called Basra. And apparently oh, yeah. the water there, it, it can kill you. That's how, like, polluted and contaminated mm-hmm. the water is because yeah. of everything. Like, from what? Like, radi- like contaminated from radiation? Like- Bombs, debris, just normal litter, wow. anything. And it also, another thing is, because since Basra is, like, right next to the actual ocean with sea salt water, it goes in, and it also ends up killing fish, like, on the shoreline, too. Uh, so, like, they don't even have a source of food, either. Like, they're Basically. just, like, they're trying to survive. And they, they can't even raise animals, because they have, like, no water. They can't, yeah, they can't fatten up their animals. That sucks. No water, no food. Is there, like, no. any update on that? Like, is the UN doing anything? Is it, like... Um, the UN, I'm pretty sure it said something. They said that, like, the bombings... This was back in 1991, too, certain parts of it, because of the Gulf War. They said that the bombings in Iraq and all the damage done to water facilities there set them back to the pre-industrial age. That is really, really, really bad. Any sentence that starts with pre-industrial age is just bad. <laughs> you, you already know you're just, like, messed up. If you're set back to the pre-industrial <laughs> age, man, you don't even got agriculture, man. You, you're, like, in the Stone Ages. You, know, you gotta research start water. All, start all over. They're, they're way behind us. Yeah, they are. Wow, that sucks. No, and, wow, yeah. I'm assuming it's really hard to even get humanitarian aid there, because, like, they got Turkey with an authoritarian regime. They got Syria, which is, like, they have Assad. They're the assholes. You know, they got Iran, where they're just, like, they hate America. And you got, like, Saudi Arabia who might help, but I don't think they want to help the Iraqis. Yeah, so no, I don't, see, I don't see Saudi Arabia helping Iraq. Yeah. Um, Real troubled region. But what's surprising is that the amount of water that Turkey has, if, if you were to take a guess of the percentage, what, what would you think? 25. I'd say, like, 30. Not 71%. Jeez, <laughs> that's like a lot. So, it's like so much right now, and it's not that much compared to like Syria and Iran. They're only like four and six percent, respectively. So they like they control like Iraq. Yeah, Iraq, they, got Iraq they, by the they have them by a puppet right now. And when it comes, to, they need water to survive, and they're not getting that right now. So they screw yeah. up. They make they do anything to make them mad. Oh, there goes their water. Yeah, damn, bro, you literally control like their life. They can't do but anything. This this problem wasn't also like because of um the Americans. It was also because of ISIS coming in and like working their way from top to bottom in Iraq. It also managed from corruption in Iraq when they started a, a reconstruction program. And that basically failed to like their standards that they wanted to meet. Hmm. So like, okay, yeah. And I'm assuming that they probably still haven't like repaired any of that recently, because yeah, no, they have. They've had constructions, but it's either been slowed down or canceled 
because certain people within working were not actually working. They were just feeding off of it. Oh, man. Yeah, they're, they're feeding turkey, man. That's, like, terrible. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, well, how did, like, ISIS even, like... Like, I know ISIS was, like, there, right? I know, like, ISIS, like, became a caliphate. Like, they own, like, a large, like a, an area the size of, like, the UK, apparently. That's what I heard in the news. Yeah, it was a, it was a big chunk of their territory. Little group of, like, Al-Qaeda fighters. Yeah, you know, I, I never... Yeah, I never knew, like, about that. Like, how they started. I always grew up just knowing about ISIS, not how they came. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it all started with basically Zark- technically the Soviets connecting like a kind of like split between people. And Zarqawi actually ended up going to Iraq. And it kind of started because Zarqawi focused on attacks to Shia people. And then during that, he also formed Al-Qaeda in Iraq. And later on, Zarqawi doesn't have any technical involvement with ISIS because later on he dies from an airstrike. But Abu Bakr then starts um, the ISI, and it stands for Islamic State in Iraq. But then it's later on evolved to ISIS, which is the Islamic State in Iraq and Syria. Oh, yeah. I've heard of, um, like, they was also nicknamed, like, ISIL. I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah, that- that's interesting, yeah. Like, wait, was um, Zarqawi Zark- isn't the guy that we shot on the airstrike. The guy with the beard, he declared a caliphate. Was that that was Baghdadi? Um, Zarqawi was the one with like the giant M two four nine just oh, standing yeah, the there. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that guy. Yeah, you can't miss him. Um, yeah, and then I, I'm assuming that old that like knockoff Osama with the dark beard and like the black clothes. After yeah, exactly. Baghdadi, yeah. Yeah, we killed him with airstrikes too. Man, airstrikes are just like OP. They got nerf airstrikes. You know, it's airstrikes not fair. are broken. They're broken. <laughs> like we don't even have to do anything. We just like press a few buttons, you know, and then boom, we win the game. All right. Well, that's interesting. Well, um, how is I still recruiting? Like, like um, they're dead, right? I, I know they're still a thing, but like, they're no, still there, there's still like a small insurgency going to, like throughout Iraq, um, taking like certain towns, maybe, just having presence and still committing like acts of terrorism but one of their main sources of recruitment is that before when the americans were there and isis was coming down onto them they thought of isis as the people that will help them so a lot of times um recruits would end up joining them and hoping that it'll help because they have like no other option right like they yeah. have no water they have, they're like, really strict on not strict but limited limited is the word for it on their options right now because they're unemployed they have nothing there like some people don't know what to live for in iraq so they go into terrorism i mean yeah it's the only source of income feed your family you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do man yeah. you know, yeah, the amount of war that's happening there i don't think most of them i mean yeah and also like the rampant corruption that there is in iraq because of like since like the american invasion even before that like say we live about saddam the man did not have corruption. You know, you try to, you're corrupt under Saddam, you're dead, dude. You know, if you're corrupt under like American assisted rule, you know, it's not so bad. So I think recently, like with the, like the new government that we put in place or help establish after our invasion of Iraq in like 2001 or 2003, yeah. for the exact year. But um, since, uh, since Saddam fell, there's been like rampant corruption. So I'm sure that like with the rampant corruption, it's been really hard to like organize like 
job offices, people to go like unemployment offices and welfare and all that stuff that like should be, which is almost like a, a human right nowadays, like something that every established nation or developing nation should give to their citizens, like a way to mediate having to join a terrorist group. So I think corruption definitely like contributed to that. Well, you know, you know what else probably messed up Iraq a lot? How every country, every Gulf state and Iran are using Iraq as like a puppet, like like a proxy war, like you know, with like, like one side. Yeah, it's like they like I'm like Saddam, I remember hearing that Saddam was like really bad, but the Gulf states tolerated him because he's like a buffer zone between them and Iran because Iran's like this like theocratic like crazy Power. state. Yeah, yeah, and they want as like, well as Saudi Arabia too. Yeah. So like the buffer is now gone, which is something America is low key like responsible for, you know we're stupid as shit sometimes. Um, so yeah, now that and that split between Iran and like Saudi Arabia, UAE, the Sunni Shia split, you know that like one thousand year, however old split, like almost like the Protestant Catholic split, but much worse because it still has relevance today with like geopolitics, like Saudi, yeah. like Sunnis and Shias. Are fighting each other in different militias funded by both sides just because of like a religious split so that's pretty crazy to think about yeah the, if you think about it they're just following the same god Allah. yeah like, and they they're fighting like, uh, within each other yeah they i mean they what they all what, what these caliphates really want it's like it's like a united muslim state like um back in the 70s they had the republic of syria and egypt i believe or the republic of the Islamic Republic of Egypt and Syria, but, and they tried doing like pan-Arabism, right? And like forming one Arab Muslim state. But because of that split, both sides had like a difference in how yeah. they want to get, how do they want to rule? And they felt like a puppet. So like either this side, like, to, yeah. if it was either side ruling, one side will always be against it and protesting, no matter what. Yeah, it's like that old um, Austrian-Hungarian empire, man. It had so many different things, they all had one United State. But like all of them ended up just squabbling and then the whole empire fell apart after World War One. So yeah, that division it associated today a lot. Like ISIS, when ISIS became a problem, like ISIS was like it was like a giant orangutan, right? And it's just like going around punching everyone in the face. And everyone just like said, you know what, you know, we don't like you, but you know, we don't like ISIS. So let's just crush ISIS. So you know, I there is some possibility for like peace in the Middle East and you know, less like a more united region a less split a more up. stable region yeah like right they now, actually like, have it purely split up now what between, do you mean like between the shia the sunni like iraq is split up in three sections with the kurds the shia and the sunni yeah do the kurds how are the kurds doing that i remember the hearing that the kurds had like no state and they're like a huge ethnic group but like yeah. since like, america pulled out like what has happened to me? i'm pretty yeah. sure the kurds ended up helping to fight against isis in iraq yeah i heard about that too i'm pretty sure i remember hearing that they are now helping assad of all people because turkey was like about to wipe them out which is crazy that like such a large ethnic group can just get like wiped out like that yeah like that is some that's not something you expect in the 21st century like, that's some armenian genocide crap you know what i mean i mean if you think about it they're in the pre-industrial era now <laughs> yeah they are they <laughs> they're so bad they got like oh my god yeah yeah i think they have a couple things on their plate to worry about right now yeah, man, I don't think they got any textiles, man. They got to, like, work on that. That sucks. But, yeah. You know, also, like, how, like, I know they're in the Stone Ages, right? 
But is there possible to even like get like a decent living standard? Like, are you able to come? Like, is there even a middle class? Yeah, I don't know if there's a middle class, but definitely a living standard. I would say near like Baghdad, kind of. But if you live in the south of Iraq, there's you can't really live there. Oh yeah, in the south, like where the river is. Yeah, well, yeah. the river is like going through the entire entirety of Iraq. Mm. Do they? I, I do they, I'm pretty sure they have like only one port city too. Yeah, like, they have a port city. I think in the. Um. I'm pretty sure it's in the east. Yeah, uh, like on the river. And it's like a yeah. port. That goes out yeah. to sea from there too. I wonder if they've been getting any foreign aid, like from the UN or something or um, Russia. They've gotten like they got a lot of money for the for the water projects. It was around like six, I think it was 600 to 800 million dollars. Wow, that's a lot. But everything got corrupted with it within itself. I think that we'll conclude our podcast now. And I believe next time on Sandy's Dude's podcast, we'll be covering Pakistan or Afghanistan. So come back then. So just a farewell from all of us. Definitely Afghanistan. Yeah. Definitely Afghanistan. Very lots to talk about. A lot to talk about. Lots of history, lots of everything. Anyway, see you then.